talk about on podcasts songs that should have made it to the Shrek soundtrack but didn't. For example, 20 Good Reasons by Thirsty Merck. <laughs> That's a terrible start. <laughs> that felt better. How are we all doing? Welcome to chapter 120, should have checked, of Memoirs of a Caucasian Male. Don't really have one today. Didn't have time. Now, here's the deal. Welcome, by the way, to another podcast. It's going to be a little bit different to usual today, guys, and it's great to have you back. It's been a while. Um, I feel like every episode of these podcasts, probably for the last three weeks, or not even three weeks, three episodes have been like a where are they now edition of Luke Kidgel, you know, because it's like, oh, five weeks later, what's he up to? Um, and I'm sorry for that, uh, for the inconsistency. This is, uh, yeah, th- this podcast these days is kind of like Kind of like when you put pasta in the in the microwave after it's been in the fridge, like like leftover pasta, and you you heat it up for what seems like the right amount of time, then you pull it out, and the top's burning. You're like, oh yeah, this is hot. This is going to be good. And then you start eating it more, and you're like, oh, this is inconsistent. And that's what this podcast is inconsistent. But you know, you're still eating it. And you're like, yeah, it's good. You know. And that's kind of the vibe here. But today's going to be a shorter episode. Um, I need to go to the airport in half an hour. Sick. So I'm going to set my alarm. I literally need to set a timer for half an hour starting right now. Boom. All right, we're off. And uh, as soon as that timer goes off, I'm going to have to wrap it the fuck up because uh, I'm going to miss my plane. I'm going to the Gold Coast. Um... I mean, I'm going to be on a plane in an hour and a half. Sick. Oh, and I haven't packed. Well, I have packed. I haven't finished packing. I'm just, I just kind of forgot. Like, I've, I've just looked at my bed right now, and I'm like, oh, there's a half-empty suitcase on it. Sick. <laughs> so that's how my life's going. Hope your life's better than mine at the moment. Um, Now, oh, guys, the biggest announcement announcement of my career happened this week. That's a thing. The whitest boy that ever lived, my comedy special, is out now. Thank you so much to all the legends that have already watched it. Um, It means a lot. It's been surreal. Like, I I feel like I need to take a week and maybe I'll talk about it a little more next week. But all I want to say at this point is, uh, if you haven't watched it yet, do it. uh, It came out yesterday uh, when I'm recording this and the response has just been overwhelming so far, like people saying it's the you know best special they've seen, best ten bucks they've ever spent, um, like the, just like people going like, oh my god, I I really want to come to your shows now, and that's just so cool uh, that people are loving it because it, it was a lot of work and uh, I feel like it's paid off, and that's the best feeling in the world. So thank you very much. Uh, you're making a you're making a little boy from Diamond City's dream dreams come true, and uh, I really appreciate that. So yeah, LukeKidgel.com, streaming worldwide. That's another cool thing about the special. It gives the opportunity for people who've like never seen a show before to uh, to, to watch one in its full. Because obviously they've seen stand-up clips on my channel, but it's not the same. You know, when you get to watch a little three-minute bit at a time, it's better to sit down and experience what a Luke Kidgel show is like. You get the crab work, you get my awkwardness, which I didn't cut out uh, because I thought it was funny. <laughs> um, you get like just little stuff and... And it's it's a it's a piece of work that I'm very proud of, and 
Um, so we filmed it over one show in Brisbane. Usually comedy specials are filmed over about two to three shows and then they cut together the best moments of each night. The comedian wears the same clothes so you can't tell. And um, yeah, that's how usually pretty much every Netflix special you've ever seen uh, has been shot over at least two shows, usually in the same night or the night uh, or one night apart. But uh, I couldn't afford to do that because I was self-funding it myself. That's what self-funding means. And I also couldn't fill that room that we did because it was a huge room. It was the biggest show I've ever done at one of my shows. Uh, So I couldn't fill that room twice. So we had one take at that bad boy. And that was the probably the most nerve-wracking part about the whole thing was that level of pressure. You, You might notice in the first three minutes during the opening bit, I'm like, you can tell I'm I'm a little nervous, and I don't get nervous anymore on stage, and that night, I was a little, I wasn't nervous about doing the show, I wasn't nervous about going on stage, I don't get that anymore, I was just like, when you have, when there's seven 4K cameras on you, and, and you have one chance to not fuck it up, and you're paying a lot of your own money to be there and have this all happening, uh, you want to get it right, so I guess that was the level of pressure that was there the first night of the special, but, um, Man, it was great, and I'm so happy with how it turned out. The uh, premiere cinema screening went awesome. Dude, people bought Woolies cookies for me, garlic bread, uh, Savoy's. There were many offerings. Uh, Two boys bought Jats. That was disgusting. I hated that. Never do that again. Um, But yeah, it was so, so fun. Uh, So yeah, this whole, whole week has been like a blur, to be honest, just with getting it all ready with the release and the marketing and the premiere screening and organizing that stuff. I'm very tired and I'm about to go on a four-day holiday, as I say, in uh, when my w- with my hands in uh, quotation marks, because I'm going to be working every day because I can't afford to take time off. But um, yeah, I'm going to Queensland. I think I'm going to try and go to Movie World because I go to the Gold Coast all the time because uh, my management's based up there, but this time is just for a wedding, so it's for a fun reason, which I'm excited about, and I'm going to try and hit, at least get take one day off and go to Movie World, which will be fun, because I haven't done that since I was 10, and I want to go on the Scooby-Doo ride, man, that's shit sick, if you're not from uh, Australia, the Gold Coast is where all our theme parks are, kind of like where you're Disneyland and whatever, we have Movie World, Dream World, so if you want to go die, you go to Dream World, if you want to have fun, you go to Movie World, um, it's just, and if you want to uh, hate yourself and die and not have fun, go to SeaWorld. Fuck that place, man. If you want to be like a dolphin and get treated like shit, uh, just be a customer at SeaWorld and you'll go on the three worst roller coasters you've ever been on and um, you'll watch a dolphin show that's a real 7 out of 10 and then you'll come home going, we should have gone to Wet n' Wild instead. And now Wet n' Wild sounds like a porno, but that is a theme park here in Australia. We usually like to base our theme parks um, after C-grade LA porn films. Um, so yeah, that's just a little thing about Australia, if you're not from here that you may not know. Uh, Wet n' Wild is a place where children go, uh, and in most other countries, Wet n' Wild is a DVD, or VHS even, that our 60-year-old men uh, wank to, jack too vigorously. S- speaking of jacking too vigorously, I just realized in the camera, I can see myself in the monitor, that... I've accidentally left my facial moisturizer here. Now, I promise it is a facial moisturizer. However, I am fully aware that it does look like I've been having a big, dirty old wank to Wet n' Wild. So, I apologize for that. Um, I was just, I was about to pack it in my suitcase, and because I'm in a rush, 
I forgot. So now it just looks like I've been having a mean, dirty wank, and I've got a tub of lotion behind me. So that's sick. That's how my day is going. Now thousands of people uh, are thinking about me knocking one out. And you're welcome for that thought. You guys are bloody welcome. Um, so yeah, the special's out, widest boy that ever lived, uh, I'm loving getting all your feedback, uh, make sure you show your friends, that's the thing, if you loved it, like, and if you already bought a copy, man, just show your friends, you know, uh, like, I just want as many people to see it as possible, so yeah, invite them over, have a bloody watch party, and, hey man, and then come along to the show next year and tell me how it went, (laughs) so, uh, yeah, no, that's the coolest part about it, is people, I've already seen people, like, organizing with their friends to watch it together and uh that means the world so thank you all very much and uh, if you haven't got it yet i would love for you all to check it out it is absolutely uh and ask anyone who's seen it is my best work if you enjoy this podcast or my videos online uh this special blows that shit out of the water yeah it's like putting a bomb under all my content and then all the other all the other content's like oh fuck this is too good and it's like bomb and then it lands somewhere else, because uh, this shit blows it out of the park, so uh, yeah, so today's podcast is a little different, uh, how much longer do we have to go, because uh, I really need to keep an eye on the time, alright, we are, we start to wrap, so we've got 22 minutes of good old fun content to do, now the reason why I decided to do a podcast today, even though I am in a rush, is oh, because I haven't done one in ages, and I apologise for that, as I said earlier, it's been very inconsistent, and um, I am really trying to get myself into a better workflow with my week and getting this podcast out weekly like it used to be. Um, recently, however, with picking up all these extra added projects and still trying to do pretty much 90% of the things myself, uh, it's gotten a little out of hand. So I need to tone back, reassess a few things after the special, and uh, let's try and get some regular content going. And when I say let's, I mean me. I'm talking to myself. So what I wanted to do today is usually I have a plan for these podcasts. Usually I kind of map out an area of where I want to go and what I want to talk about. But again, I'm on a tight schedule. My schedule is as tight as a nun's vagina. So there's not a lot of room, not a lot of wiggle room. Um, in that schedule, which means I didn't have time to plan a podcast. So this is me speaking from the heart, this episode. Actually, if it was truly me speaking from the heart, this podcast would just be like, boom, 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 boom. And then if I stopped speaking, it would just be like, Bee! and it would flatline. So <laughs> that's a good one off the cuff. I hope you guys like that. <laughs> So what I did want to do is uh, I realized right before I turned it on, I'm like, oh my God, I, so there's, I I always write down notes to talk about on the podcast and sometimes forget about it. So I've searched podcast in my notes. Usually if I'm out, like I might be like, you know, on a night out or like just busy and doing stuff during the day. So I, so just quickly write podcast or I go Siri, make a note. And then I say podcast and then whatever the thought I had that I wanted to talk about on this podcast. However, sometimes I forget that I write these things in. So today I thought will be a fun episode to go through um, ideas that I never brought up on the podcast that I wanted to speak about um, <laughs> for, uh, for see, probably since like the last year. There's some here that are from 2018. So um, this one's uh, the most recent one. 
Tell the story about the phone call on train. Oh, uh, this is on grand final day. Okay, this is a good one, and I forgot to talk about this. Oh, no, I haven't done a podcast since grand final day, maybe. Um, so, I was heading into the city to do the podcast with Andrew Schultz on Luke and Lewis, which you can go check out. He's a big American comedian uh, who I had the pleasure of opening uh, for in Melbourne, which was really cool. He, he's, he's one of my favorite comedians. Definitely top three shows I've ever seen. I think the top three stand-up shows I've ever seen would be... Uh, and, and in no particular order, because they're kind of all different comedians, so it's fairly subjective and hard to just rank them. But I reckon my three favorite shows I've ever seen comedy-wise would be... Oh, no, four. I want to do four. Um, would be Jim Jeffries, the two times I've seen him. That's I'm counting that as one. Uh, Theo Vaughn, when I saw him earlier this year. He's an American comic. Andrew Schultz, who I got to open for, which was so sick. And then I went and watched his show, and it was amazing. And uh, Daniel Sloss's show at the Comedy Festival this year. Uh, all three of those people have Netflix things. Um, just check out Theo's podcast, actually, if you want to check out him. Anyway, um, so Andrew's show was sick. I got to open for him. So I was on the way in uh, on the train because we are doing it in his hotel room at the city. And I haven't caught the train in ages. I don't, I don't get on the train much anymore, thank God. But I was like, it, it was his hotel was right next to the station. So I was like, sweet. Um, I'll catch the train in. Now, it was grand final day. And in Melbourne, uh, grand final day is a big deal. It's like our... It's in our blood. You just, like, you have to appreciate footy or you can fuck off back to where you came from, mate. So, fuck off back to Adelaide or New South Wales or wherever you're from. So, on a train in Melbourne on the biggest day of the footy calendar every year is a big deal. There's lots of people wearing scarves. So Richmond were playing GWS, which is a Sydney team. So it was predominantly uh, Richmond people on the train. So like the train was just full of people. Now their team colors are yellow and black. And I was on the phone to my mate at the time and I thought it would be funny uh, to just... And I, I feel like I'm this kind of guy where maybe... Maybe it's weird, but I often amuse myself. Like, it's not really for the amusement of others. I wasn't, at the time, planning to tell this story on a podcast. I was just going, this will give me a chuckle for the next 45 seconds. Good, this will be, be good. So, I don't know if anyone else does this, but I was on the phone with my mate, and we were just having a chat, and then uh, he goes, oh, where are you? I'm like, oh, I'm on the train. And he goes, oh, yeah, cool. I'm like, yeah, there's heaps of footy people around. And the people around me kind of can hear me talking because I'm, t- I'm being that obnoxious guy on a train that's just talking slightly too loud on the carriage so everyone can hear me. And if you've got headphones on, you can still probably hear me because I'm an asshole. So I, I talk really loud to be a piece of shit um, because I can and I'm privileged and no one's going to stop me. At this point, I get away with so much as a straight white man in this world that uh, you, 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 you get on a train and uh, you receive a phone call and you pick it up and go, hello, because you feel unstoppable. So it's it's good to be on my side. Uh, so I pick up this phone call very obnoxiously. I'm talking to my mate quite loud because I'm an asshole. And then it gets to the end of the thing. Now, before you need to, before you, I guess, you are, I'd say what I said to my mate, you need to know that there's another team in the AFL, in, in the Australian Football League for overseas people, um, called the Hawthorne Hawks, which are brown and gold. So quite similar colors to Richmond, which are yellow and black. So it's they're yellow and brown. So uh, 
And by the way, people get shitty in Melbourne if you don't know anything about footy. Like, pe- you, people judge you. You can feel people's judgment. So I'm on the train with my mate, and I do follow footy. But again, I'm just trying to amuse myself. And he goes, all right. I was like, all right, enjoy the game, mate. And he goes, yeah, I will too. And right before it hangs up, didn't even tell my mate what I was doing. I just went, go the Hawks. And I was like, you. And uh, and then he's like, yep. He's like, my mate's like, what? And I'm like, yep, have a great day. I'm like, go the Hawks. Hawkers, yellow. And I was, and I was like, yellow and brown. And I hung up the phone. And 20 Richmond supporters around me were just like, Gave me the filthiest look. Like I just shat in their hands on the train. Like I just squatted in the middle of the carriage, took a shit, picked it up on the floor, and smeared it over their jersey. That's how they reacted. And then some guy who was just like two seats away from me, because everyone in the carriage heard me, I just yelled, Go the Hawks! Kind of like, but I, but I made out like I, I genuinely was confident that I, I knew Hawthorne weren't playing, but again, I'm just like, oh, this will be funny. It'll piss people off. So I was like, go the Hawks. And all these Richmond supporters were just like, and some guy just goes, mate, it's the Tigers playing today, not the Hawks. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And he looked at me so confused. And I admit, I didn't know what to say at that point. And then for the next 20 minutes, I just sat in silence, no headphones on, just basking in the awkwardness of everyone hating me, going, look at this dickhead, doesn't even know. Like, I'm so... By the way, there's people next to me with Richmond Tigers written on their jerseys, like written on their beanies, written on their flags that they're holding, and everyone on the train is just like, this guy's a dickhead. He's... Uh, there's there's a guy dressed as a fucking tiger <laughs> on the train, and I scream, "Go Hawks!" <laughs> they didn't even make the finals, <laughs> dude. It was so fucking funny. Maybe it was you had to be there, man. That was the funniest shit. So that was the story I wanted to tell. God, I'm funny. Um, that was one of my 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 proudest moments to date. Is just ruining people's day for the sake of it. They were. I couldn't believe how angry they were. They were like, mate. That's not the right team. And I was like, oh, dude, it's a game. You're about to go watch men kick a ball around in short shorts, and you're judging me. I love footy, but goddamn, when you break down sport, it's ridiculous, isn't it? It's just like, get the ball through that. Woo! That's most sports, actually, is get the ball in the thing. And if it's not a ball sport, it's like, I can beat you to this place. That's the kind of sport, really, uh, which is funny to think about. Even though I love sport, and when I'm watching it, I forget about that, and I'm get I get so passionate. I'm like, I need they need to get the ball through that thing, dude. Otherwise, I'm gonna be shitty. So, um, oh, okay, next next one, next note. Uh, what's this one? Uh, talk. Uh, this is what I wrote. Okay, talk about on podcasts. Songs that should have made it to the Shrek soundtrack, but didn't. For example, 20 Good Reasons by Thirsty Merc. <laughs> oh, man. That's a good thought. This was uh, on the 12th of April, 2019, at uh, 11.28 p.m. So quite late at night, I was thinking about that. That's great. I don't know what I was doing that day, but that's that's funny. Um Let's talk about it, guys. Songs that should have made the Shrek soundtrack, but didn't. 
Um, oh, there's another one by Thirsty Merc that absolutely should have made it. You know, you guys know that song? Yeah, hey, baby, in the summertime, that is where I'll be. Uh, hang on, I'll find it. Uh, there we go. There we go. Do you know this one? It's like the Bondi Rescue theme song. This totally would have fit a, a scene of Shrek where, um, like, like you, you know that it could have replaced that, uh, that, that one, like, accidentally in love, which is a banger, but this is where we're working on, like, an alternate soundtrack today. Imagine, like, Shrek and Donkey just chilling. Like like a montage scene where they're traveling, or maybe the one where they're traveling. This, actually, this is what scene it would be in. The scene where Donkey and Shrek are traveling to rescue Princess Fiona from the castle, and it cuts to that montage. And I think in the movie it was like, I'm on my way to happiness or misery. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But what would have been great was this. Hang on. This bit. Honest. Everything's gonna be alright, cause in the summertime, oh, summertime, that is where I'll be. Oh man, and then it just cuts to, like, it slowly fades out like this, and it goes, Hey Shrek, uh, what is he saying? Hey Shrek, are we there yet? No, no, we're not, or whatever whatever the dialogue is. Oh no, he just screams at him, No, <laughs> that would be sick. That should definitely be in the Shrek soundtrack. Um, so w- what we're kind of looking for is underrated bangers is really what the uh, Shrek... Oh, this one could have replaced, uh, uh, I reckon, this song, Voodoo Child by the Rogue Traders could have replaced Bad Reputation in the scene where Shrek and Donkey are fighting all the people in the arena, fighting all the knights in front of... Lo- when they're fighting all the knights, do you reckon? This bit. And like Shrek and Donkey are just like, ha ha, we'll sit. I'm here all week. Or whatever he says, like, I'll be here on Thursday. Um, <laughs> that would be a potential good song for the Shrek soundtrack. Um, what else? I'm just looking through like a good playlist I have that has a lot of these type. Oh, Wasabi by Lee Harding. Should have absolutely been in the Shrek soundtrack. Like Shrek 5, I want all these songs to be. This is such a Shrek song. This song, I'm surprised, wasn't on the Shrek soundtrack. This is like all the Shreks. Like, it could be um, Donkey eats something really hot. You know, like he has like some chili. And then like he just starts freaking out. And he goes, oh my god, Shrek! Shrek! And then this plays. And then he like running around and like, and then the dragon starts breathing fire, like, because oh, he's eating so much wasabi. That would be a great scene. No, 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 no. Dude, that's such a banger. Um, yeah, I reckon that would have been sweet. And then I guess like we need to do like a um, like a maybe like a slower song that would be good. There's so many rock songs that should have been on that soundtrack that were stiff. Um, like White Noise by The Living End. That that's a good Shrek song. The Sh- Shrek song is is so specific. Um, oh, you know what would have been sick for like one of those like emotional scenes. Um, maybe where like, uh, 
Shrek's like remembering how much he loved Fiona and him Fiona like have a bit of a spat and then he just like goes back to his swamp and he's looking at all the photos of them and he's then pictures of you starts playing and he's like oh my god I love my little Shrek kids and I love Fiona I've been a fool and then it just fades up and then Shrek's like Fiona I'm coming and he starts running out of his swamp and all the swamp animals are like go Shrek you know that would be sick <laughs> guys I probably should have planned a podcast <laughs> I think this is a great topic. I think we should do more of this. Send in your suggestions during the week of what you think uh, would be a great Shrek song. I would love to hear it. Um, oh, of what it used to be. That would be so good. And then she'd be, I forgive you, Shrek. And he'd be like, it was you all along. Or whatever. I don't know what Shrek would say. Because um, I'm not Shrek. But I wish I was. Would it be good to be Shrek? Nah, probably not. He's kind of chunky. Um, you know, he's got big ears. I like my little my little petite white boy ears. They're quite quite cozy. Um, oh, Meg just messaged me, coming soon. I don't even know if I can do the last seven minutes of this podcast. <laughs> this is going to be the shortest podcast of all time. Um, all right, I'm just going to fuck it. I'm just going to keep doing the podcast until she comes, and she's probably going to crack the shits. But she's a lovely girl, so she will she won't mind. She gets it. She, she loves you guys, and she'll be like, I get it. You have, to, you have to do a podcast, and you have to yell about Shrek. I totally understand. And if we miss our flights, it'll be for a good cause. Because it'll be like, well, a bunch of people got to hear alternate Shrek songs that could have been on the soundtrack. And I think that's worthy of missing a flight and spending $400 to uh, <clears throat> rebook it. So... <laughs> Um, I'll talk about one more thing. There was there was one thing I, I received in the knock during the week that I thought was quite good. I think the phone's dead at the moment, but there was one thing. Yeah, it's dead. Uh, I forgot to charge it. Um, yeah, the, the, there was there was one question that I got that really surprised me as to why there's a constant fascination with this. It was like, hey, Luke, you used to up. It was like you used to update people on. Memes and weird in-jokes that you and your friends slash you and Lewis have all the time. It seems like you guys haven't been memeing very much lately. I think that was what it was roughly. It was like, what are the current memes that you and Lewis get up to? Now, if you're not familiar with this, often what he's referring to is some of the jokes that become public start off as private. For example, dancing to Reese Maston's Goodnight was just a thing Lewis and I were doing in the offices at the radio station. And then we started putting on our Instagram stories and then it just got out of hand and people started to do it. Um, the Amy Shark said hi thing. We just were calling each other at like 1am going, Amy Shark says hi. And then hanging up because we thought that was funny. Um, so that was, a, that, that was a thing that we started to do. Um, so I guess, yeah, often these in-jokes like this garbage, you could call it, starts off as just memes and between us and uh, an in-joke, and then it becomes Publix. So I guess I don't really... I mean, that's the whole point of an in-joke, is like it's in, so you guys won't find it funny. Uh, but the the one... What was I thinking about? Oh, there's one that my brother and I do all the time. Um, it, like Like so much... That it's getting... This one actually is getting out of hand. So, do you guys know that movie Surf's Up? Um, it's like this, this like animated movie about surfing penguins. And they have a Facebook page that still posts on it. It was a movie from years ago. And for some reason, 
their Facebook page still posts like once every three weeks or once a month. And for the last year, my brother and I just religiously tag each other below these posts. So you can go find it. There's only ever 10 comments. We are like the only people that comment on this movie's posts. And we always just comment like how much we love the film. Because we do. It's such a good film. And uh, we just like quote the show. Like this one, it's it was a post of... Uh, the place where they surf at the start of the movie called Good Old Shiverpool, which is one of the surfing places where the penguins surf. And um, I I mess I tag Jack and Simo. Uh, road trip, take me to Peng Pengu Island. Um, and we do I, I just do it every single time, and it's very funny. Like if you go down in every single comment section, it's either my brother tags me or I tag my brother, and. The people from who are admins of this page must just be like, man, these two brothers fucking love this movie and and can't get over it. Like, it's... I don't know why. It's so funny. Like, once... I'll forget about it, and then, like, I'll see a post come up in my feed, and I just immediately tag my brother. And it's like whoever sees it first just tags each other. So that's probably my one of my favorite memes that I guess has been happening for, like, a year, and I've never spoken about <laughs> So, you know what I realize now? I'm going to get tagged in fucking surfs up shit all the time. <laughs> now, now since I've talked about it on the podcast, I want, I want this, you know what? Let's try and revive this Facebook page. So it's called Surfs Up and it's Surfing Penguins. It doesn't even matter if you've seen the film. Just go and comment on everything they've ever posted. And let's, re- like, I want the admins of this page to be like, holy shit, this page has really had a sudden revival. Like, this is amazing. I'm literally going down the post, and I've commented on so many things. Like, just the shittest stuff. There was one that says, Z is for surfing. And I tagged my brother, and I said, Zerf's up. And then my brother replies with, oh, I was going to tag you on this this morning. <laughs> Oh, so shit. This is amazing. But um, yeah, it's definitely go... This is a meme anyone can participate in if you want. It sucks. The camera cut out. Um, it, it, What I was about to say is it's a crappy meme, but it is fun. So yeah, I would say that's maybe a meme that um, that that is, is a good one. What else, man? I don't know. We have so many shit ones. Oh, this is a fun one. Uh, When someone like at the warehouse when we're doing Luke and Lewis, when someone like does a fart um, or, or like burps or makes like a bodily noise or goes like <coughs> or like <clears throat> that was good I actually had to cough then that worked out well if someone goes like <clears throat> or like <clears throat> or like just makes a noise the other person goes oh true <laughs> and the joke there being that's funny because um that's not a statement so you can't really it's you can't really have a true fart but uh if, if lewis farts or if keelan does a burp i'll be like oh true and that's, I guess, a meme we do. Again, I don't know why people are so fascinated with our shit. Because it's in it. That's what it is. It's shit. And it's because we spend so much time with each other that we just start doing trash while we're editing videos and stuff. Like, that's the thing. We'll be all sitting there in silence working hard. And then someone will be like, Ugh. and it's like, oh, true, true. And then we all piss ourselves. And then we go back to what we're doing. <laughs> what a waste of time. It's so funny. Um,. So yeah, those are the memes that, um, and, and I hope I hope hope that answers the question that someone sent me on the knock. Uh, for everyone else who didn't give a shit, I apologise, but um, that's okay. I think that's the end of the podcast. Ain't it? How long have we got? Oh, four seconds to go. Perfect timing. Two, one.
Oh, sorry guys, I need to go to the airport. Um, I do apologize. Thank you. How do you turn it off? How do you turn it off? I don't know how to use timers. Um, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. I would love it if you went and checked out the comedy special. Sorry it was a shorter episode today. I'll do a full episode next week. And uh, let me know if you want me to talk about anything or have, a, have, a, have any other questions on the knock. If you're a part of the Patreon, shoot it through. And um, awesome to see the Patreon been growing a lot lately. We'll have a new Luke and Meg podcast. We'll record one on the Gold Coast uh, this weekend, so that'll be coming out soon. So if you want to get on the Patreon and listen to that, that will be sweet. Other than that, guys, the comedy special is out. I hope you guys love it. I've been put, I put so much hard work uh, into it, and it's just it, all, all I'd love for you to do is to watch it, really. Um, so yeah, LukeHigel.com for that. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, wish me luck. Hope I don't miss my flight. But if I do, that's okay because this was some good Shrek content. So uh, enjoy your weeks. I'll see you guys next week. Adios. <laughs>